Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I am that dude, Bodkins. Patty da Patty. That's ridiculous. No way. There's nobody else out there. He's your guy. Give a big round of applause for the one and only Bodkin Show. I'm going to repeat that again, folks. I didn't stutter. Welcome to the Bodkins Show. Good evening, everybody. It's another great episode of the Bodkins Show. You know what it is. I am that dude, of course, Bodkins. Welcome to our lovely Wednesday night week 10 preview show. Uh, man, we are over halfway, about halfway through the season here. It's crazy. Cruising along. Um, man, wild times. The NFL. I mean, we'll talk a little bit of uh, a little bit of the headlines, a little bit of everything tonight. Uh, Jeff Saturday, new coach in Indy. Uh, I mean, who would have thought that guy was doing TV and now is a head coach? So, uh, I mean, you know, Jim Mercy, I can call a play. I'm pretty good at Madden, man. You could have called me. At, I could be the OC if you want somebody that's a pundit head talking TV and uh, you know has no coaching experience. I coached little league softball once uh, for my daughter, so I have, might have just as much qualifications as just Saturday. I mean, I'm not a Hall of Fame football player, but damn near close enough, right? Uh, you guys know what it is. We're going to go ahead. We'll jump into it. We got a couple guys with us. You know, my main man, Mr. Yankee Finn, uh, Johnny Cruz joining me. Johnny, what's up, man? How you doing? What's going on, Nick? I'm chilling, man. Oh, oh, always fun being here with you, bro. It is, man. I appreciate it as always. Uh, Johnny, before we get into our next guest, uh, last week our picks were awful. Uh, I mean, I told you, uh, I got if I could fade myself, I would fade myself. I went awful four and seven, uh, down week. Yeah, Jesus is right. That's why my wife told me to stop betting, uh, because I'm just out here losing money. Uh, I mean, I was about to say, I don't even remember what I went, bro. I I got it written here down. Yeah, Yeah. no, I, uh, but that's how bad it is. And it's not just football, man. I try to play some bets on NBA bad. I mean, I'm, I'm about as cold as it gets. I'm as cold as the green Bay Packers offense, Johnny. That's how bad it is. Uh, when it comes to gambling right now for me. Uh, so we'll see. I put a couple bets in tonight on the NBA. We'll see if they hit, maybe turn my luck around. I, 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 I'm going to try my hand this weekend, man. I'm going to try my hand this weekend. See what happens. I, I, yeah. I'll, I'll throw in a few dollars. I ain't trying to spend too much money. but I, I didn't, you know, I'm so cold, Johnny. I'm only betting like $2 here and there because <laughs> just to get a catch a win. That, that's right. how bad it, that's how bad it's, that's how bad it's been. Uh, right. Our lovely girl, Miss Gina, she didn't do much better than me. Uh, she went three and nine last week and, uh, you know, you uh, you were on the winning side at six and five. So, mm. hey, hung in there just like your Dolphins did against the Bears last Abs- week. Absolutely, a win's a win's a win, man. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. So, Johnny, we had a, so I had to call in some reinforcements. A guy who knows a lot about bets and maybe picking some games. I said, man, my picks are so bad. Maybe I can. I need to outreach and go above and beyond. Uh, I reached out for Ryan Larson. Uh, guess what? He's too busy for the Bodkin show. So I said, screw you, Ryan. I'm going for I'm going to reach out to your better 
better for better brother, the younger, more talented. Give it up for our guest tonight, Mr. Matt Larson, the better version of Ryan. Who needs Ryan when you got the other, <laughs> the better younger brother in Matt Larson? Larson bets. Appreciate you, Matt, joining us. Good to be here with you guys. Thank you, my friend, uh, for reaching out to, for uh, coming on. Uh, Hey, before we get into our little uh, half-season awards here, Matt, like, I mean, you're a big Bills fan. Is it panic mode right now? I mean, Josh Allen listed day-to-day. Johnny's got to be liking it because this gives his Dolphins a huge, a great opportunity here to take this division. What's going – what's the – what is the uh, pulse of Bills Mafia right now? What's the panic meter? And what should the Bills do, Matt? Well, I think we all started to sweat a little bit when they took such a long time to let everyone know what the injury was. Uh, You know, these guys have great medical personnel, so you feel like you get this information pretty quickly. So I think that what's happening right now is probably he they're downplaying the injury, Um, you know, as a Bills fan. The season is long. I mean, the division is tough this year. Dolphins, Jets and Patriots are all right there, but you have to play it safe. I mean, Allen's the whole offense. Uh, yeah, they, they said today 23 uh, count total of 23 of the 25 total touchdowns the Bills have scored this year has uh, either come from Allen's arm or legs. Well, and another thing, too, you know, Case Keenum has repertoire with Stefan Diggs. He's not, you know, Nate Sudfeld. Uh, he's a guy that you can play and he's been in the big games. He's, you know, been all the way to the NFC championship game with the Minneapolis Miracle. So. <laughs> Um, you know, if we got to ride him, let's ride him. And, you know, that's why we pay these guys, you know, we can, we can take a game or two and, and try to run with it. So, you know, perfect time for him to come into against the Vikings is his old team. So, uh, you know, if we have to run with that, we will, I saw the line went down a little bit there for Buffalo, but that's to be expected right now. We're, we're a little hesitant. So. Yeah, just 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 for the record, I, I'm never I'm never a fan of injuries. Am I gonna be upset if we took over first place because Josh Allen missed a couple games? No, but of course I want the kid to be there, so I hope he gets healthy quick. Um, I mean, I want to see the best players play, and he's one of the best players in the league. So you know what I'm saying I hope he's back. Definitely, I again, even though I'm a Dolphin fan, I hope he's back for that that game in Buffalo because that that should be a fun game, and I don't want no asterisks next to next to the Dolphins if we win that game so hopefully he's okay I mean I know he's missing this game this week coming up but hopefully hopefully he comes back sooner rather than later man well they haven't ruled him out yet for this week he's day to day oh I thought I heard something a little little while ago so that he was definitely out this week I it's might be wrong. um I think they're playing it really close to the grain right okay. now okay. uh they don't want to give Minnesota anything um right. but Makes you sense. know Allen will either get on that field uh, unless they hold him to the sidelines or he can't make it onto the turf. So uh, I think that he will play if he's allowed to, um, but they should just be as incredibly cautious as possible. This is a great time to get the run game going. Uh, so hopefully they you know, use the three running backs that they have invested in, uh, but they have to be very cautious with him. Man, I'm going to put you here in uh, the coaches, you know, uh, Doug McDermott's, uh, you know, shoes. You know, they say, let's just say Josh Allen, they say, hey, he hits day to day, week to week. Um, it's not if he rests, maybe it gets better. Maybe it don't. Do you play him? I mean, this you mentioned it from the top. This division stacked here. 
I mean, you could lo easily lose two games and be dead last in this division. Went from Super Bowl contender to dead last in your in the division. Well, you definitely have to temper expectations if he doesn't play. Uh, I think that you can look at the AFC and see a path maybe not winning the division. I know I'm, and you know, all these Bills fans that are watching are probably, you know, going to come after me, but. You know, if he doesn't play, you know, the expectation is still, uh, you know, a good chance at a playoff run. We're not saying he's not going to play. I think he probably is going to go out there and give it at all until his arm falls off. Um, but, you know, there are other avenues. And I think this kind of injury, it's three to four weeks. If it's a sprain, tears, you know, you're going to have to have surgery, things like that. So, you know, you take those three, four weeks, you see what happens. Or you ride it and, you know, you could potentially lose the entire season because I can guarantee that if Josh Allen is not the quarterback come playoff time, he won't be and neither will the Bills be in the playoffs. Well, you can't you can't just, you know, also throw him out there and risk this season and future seasons. Right. I mean, this yeah. kid's only what in his fourth season. Is it fourth or fifth season? Fourth season, 20 season, only 26. So, yeah. So he's got this. This might be the best week. This might be the best week to sit him out, though. Again, it's a non-conference game. You know what I mean? So, you know, the, the conference games are, are, are what, what are really going to matter. Of course, the overall record, of course, matters. But you got the Vikings, then you home against the Bills, and then you're at Detroit. So, I mean, you, you don't think you don't think they got enough defense and running game to possibly squeak out a couple wins? I think that, you know, especially if it means you're definitely going to have them down the stretch. If you got to rest this kid, man, I mean, like you said, he's still young. I don't know, man. I well, mean, it, 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 I wouldn't even bother trying to play him this week. And again, quite honest. Keenum is probably in the top three backup quarterbacks in the league. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, you can win several games with him, especially with how well coached Buffalo is, how well coached right. their defense is. Right. You know, it's time to start relying on other parts of the team than just Josh Allen because that's been the biggest criticism about Buffalo is they can't do anything unless Josh Allen is – playing quarterback for them uh seems like on both sides of the ball sometimes so um i think that's you know this is a good opportunity for buffalo and their team yeah it took the i mean in case people forget case keenum took a vikings team to the a nfc uh -huh. championship game uh -huh. with stefan diggs so it's not uh -huh. like he's got he's got the rapport there with diggs right. uh you know and this this bills team to me is better than that minnesota team speaking of minnesota uh like, I mean, this is, this is it, right? Like this is how they've been so lucky. Like every break has gone Minnesota's <laughs> way. Uh, I mean, you, you uh, know what I mean? Like, I, it's like I, they face every backup quarterback. I mean, Johnny, they uh, face your fourth string quarterback I, and Skylar Thompson. I, I, I was, Gray I was, I was just about to say the, my, la my last show, I said that I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna poo poo the Vikings anymore. Cause I, I've been, th I've been calling them frauds. This whole time, but I was like, you know what, seven and one is seven and one. So I'm gonna stop, you know, I'm gonna stop shitting on them. That you know, but I, I am not a believer in Minnesota. So you know, what I'm saying I think Buffalo can win this game with Case Keenum. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. Because this yeah, is twice that they're flying across the country. To yeah, I think I think Buffalo can win this game with Case Keenum. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll get into the to, to that game specific. I just wanted to get Matt's, uh, you know, check the pulse of Bulls, uh, Bills, Bulls, Bills Mafia, and just kind of see what the what the panic, what's the panic meter? Give me a number, Matt, just so. I think right now I would say maybe a three or a four. Uh, Allen, you know, watching him the last four seasons, 
like I said, he's going to play until his arm falls off. And, you know, there may be some level of decrease in his ability, but that's going from 150 to 140. You know, he's just that kind of player. You know, Buffalo's got an opportunity now to look at things differently on their offense, maybe run the ball a little more, you know, maybe, you know, take Allen out of the equation as much as they possibly can. And also Buffalo has, you know, a great backup quarterback and they have a great foundation. I think that's one of the biggest things, you know, we see our star players get hurt or we're worried about them. But, you know, you have to look at your coaching, you have to look at the foundation of the team. And right now Buffalo has to be the number one foundational team in terms of roster, maybe the 49ers, you know, right there. Um, So I think that the panics three or four, you know, losing to the Jets always increases those numbers a little bit, but uh, you know, we've had a few days to lower the numbers. So, back. See, <laughs> yep. hey, hey, Johnny, you're, the apple don't fall too far from the no. tree, as uh, you know. Cruz Jr. <laughs> says Minnesota fake good team. Uh, so, hey, let's get into some of these uh, awards before we start breaking down of these games. Matt, uh, we'll we'll start with you. Give me your offensive rookie of the year so far. So I have Damian Pierce. Um, but I really want to lean Kenneth Walker. The only reason why I'm not is, you know, we got the rest of the season to go through. I mean, Damian Pierce has been the entire offense for Houston. Um, but really, you know, if Kenneth Walker had played, you know, in the beginning of the season and didn't share snaps with Rashad Penny, we probably would be talking a different conversation. Uh, but with Damian Pierce, I mean, if you take him out of the game, you put Rex Burkhead in, you know, this team is losing by 30, 40 points. I mean, they're running him to the ground. Uh, and he's been very successful with that, even with a porous Texas uh, Houston Texans team. So I'm going to go Damian Pierce. Johnny, who's your uh, offensive rookie of the year so far? Well, that that was going to be my pick. Um, <clears throat> if Brees Hall would have stayed healthy, I think he definitely would have gotten it. Um, but I, I will go with Kenneth Walker. I mean, he's he's a big reason why Seattle is in first place. I know Geno is playing well, but um, – yeah, these these running backs that that came into this into the league this year, there's a few of them that are that are playing very well. Um, once your Bills get James Cook incorporated more, because that I hated the fact that you guys drafted him. Um, but now nah, I'll I'll go with Walker, man. He's 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 playing well, and Seattle's back to the running and playing defense and asking the quarterback not to make any mistakes, and and they're they're in first place. So I'll give it to him. He's 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 riding a he's running for a first place team. So I'll, I'll give it to, to, to Kenny Walker. Yeah. Uh, Ryan uh, says True. Olave. Yeah. And so does Garrett Wilson for the Jets. I, mean, I was going to say if Joe Flacco was the quarterback for the New York Jets, I would have screamed Garrett Wilson, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good rookies out there, but yeah, I, I think, I think Pierce is, is the rookie of the year, bro. He's a stud, I, man. I, I like, I, I, I tell you it every week. I love Kenneth Walker and that's who my, that's who my Johnny, you laid it out. I mean, that, Seattle team they're winning mm-hmm. he's a big reason for it uh, I expect in the second half of the season going forward if the season ended today I'd still love to give it to him uh, Olave's been good but uh, I just think what Seattle's doing they're gonna have uh, mm-hmm. they gotta have some somebody get some hardware and why not give it to their you know beast mode juniors what I like to call them in uh, <laughs> Kenneth Walker the third yeah. Uh, Johnny, go ahead. Who's your uh, defensive rookie of the year right now? Um, I, I gotta. As much as it hurts as a as a Dolphin fan, but I'm, I'm gonna have to go with Sauce Gardner for the Jets. I mean, the kid. I, I didn't expect him to come in and, and be a 
a, a shutdown corner, but he he's playing about as well as you could possibly want a rookie corner to play. And not only that, but he like some of his instincts and stuff like that pick. He wasn't he shouldn't have been anywhere near that interception that that Josh Allen threw. But he just played the he just played Josh Allen so well and read it well. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with I'm gonna have to go with Sauce on this one, man. He's he's playing. He's playing very, very good football, and he's got the Reed kid on the other side is balling too. So, uh, yeah, I got to give it to Sauce, man. I never would have thought he would have been this. I knew he was good, but he's gonna he's gonna be a top five, top ten corner if he's not already quickly. Yeah, I mean, one thing I love about Sauce is that he brings that extra swagger, like mm-hmm. that extra bravado. Perfect for to, New York, bro. Perfect to, for New York. To the to the Jets team, something that they've missing, that extra swag, mm-hmm. that extra, you know, I mean, shit, he's walking around with a cheese head on Lambo after right. that big win that they got. Like, I, hey, hey, man, hey, you no. know what? You, you dominate us and you do what you did out there. Like, go ahead, man. You get to do all the talking. Uh Matt, who's yours? Unless you got the same or you got somebody different. Unanimous. It's Sauce Gardner. I mean, we knew he was a lockdown corner, but he's had turnovers. He's completely changed the Jets defense, um, you know, him and C.J. Mosley um, and Quinnen Williams as well. Uh, so it's Sauce Gardner, and I can't even tell you who I would put at number two. I think he's just run away with it. He's really changed the dynamic of that entire team. Yeah, I'm I'm with you guys. It's unanimous, man. I, I we're all in on Sauce. Uh, I mean, the kid is phenomenal. Uh, he's he just like I said, he brings the extra, you know, something to the table that a lot that kind of Deion Sanders. I'm not comparing him to, but that you know what I mean, like that Deion Sanders esque. Darrell Revis, like yes, yeah, yes, yeah. that extra swag. And speaking of that, uh, our guy Allen's chiming in said Sauce second coming of Revis Island. I mean. A bigger version too, bro. He ain't yeah, small. Yeah, very tall. He's a big boy. He's physical. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. man. I mean, uh, Alan also chime in here says Walker wins Rookie of the Year. Sauce wins Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, Ryan saying uh, Sauce is top yeah. three in the league already, hands uh, down. I, I mean, don't he's know. he's playing like it. I don't know if I would I would put him there. Top it's only it's only been it's only been nine games. But he he's playing he's playing at that level. Let's see how if he finishes off the season that way. But like I said, he yeah he very well could finish off being a top five corner this year, and then we'll take it from there. I'd give Aiden Hutchison just an honor of mention. I know the Lions are awful, but the dude that kid's been playing. He's been one of their few bright spots on that shitty defense of theirs. So yeah, facts. Uh, I, I would give Aiden not Hutchison for nothing, but on that same defense too. The Damn, they got a young linebacker, number 44, that they got, like, in the fourth round. Jeez, I'm blanking on his name. But that kid is a stud, bro. Like, watching the tape last week of, of the Detroit game against against the Dolphins, I'm going to have to look it up. But this 44, the, the rookie linebacker, fourth-round pick, he he's going to be – they found a gem right there. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Matt. Who is your defensive uh, player of the year? I mean, you know, can it be Sauce Gardner? I mean, <laughs> or his know, teammate Quentin Williams? Yeah, I mean, Sauce. You know, he definitely. Uh, you know, we see somebody here saying Kyle Hamilton. He's definitely had a great year too. Um, Matthew Judon uh, for the Patriots. Yeah, has Judon, had an yeah. excellent season yeah. so far. Um, you He's know, kept he, the Patriots in games. Like he could eclipse. Himself. He could eclipse twenty sacks this year, and you know, we wouldn't even be shocked. Uh, 
So, you know, you want to go with a, a non-rookie, you know, I would go Judon right now. We'll see. Michael Parsons obviously has been an absolutely incredible. He's, you know, anchored the Cowboys defense, kept them in games. Um, but hey, let two let's give two titles to Sauce, just not the Super Bowl. <laughs> Facts. Hey, hey, um, hey, hey, nobody. The last person that uh took the Jets to the Super Bowl was doing this number. You know what I mean? And we ate, hey, I know. Johnny's older than us, but uh, he wasn't even allowed no, for that. No. One, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, I ain't that old. I wasn't even old enough to to be here when when the Dolphins went perfect. So no, I ain't quite that old. But uh, no, nah, I'm not gonna go sauce. Uh, um, I mean, like I said, I, I would pick Quinton over over him if I was gonna go defensive player of the year. I mean, Micah Parsons is always is always up there as well. Um, but yeah, I think you guys hit Judon is balling, bro. Judon is playing is playing great right now. So I think if I if I had to pick one right now, it would be either Quentin or, or Judon. So just to just to get off the off the Jets, <laughs> off the Jets a little. That's enough, you know, sweating on the Jets right now. So I'll go with Judon. Somewhere Dan the, Harris the is pack. smiling. Smiling. Yeah, Dan yeah. Harris is smiling. <laughs> yes, he somewhere. is. Um, but now I'll go Judon, man. He's he's playing very, very well, man. Yeah, I mean, you guys have said it, but you won't give it to him. It's Micah Parsons, man. I mean, that guy is an absolute game changer. Hey, there's just some people I just absolutely have love for, and he's one of them. I hate the Cowboys, but I love Micah Parsons. When every Dude, he's, time a, he's, he's a top five player overall in the league, bro. He, yeah. He's it, a He's a he's a dude, bro. He's a special dude, bro. He is LT esque. Uh, yes. You know, that's the type of talent he mm-hmm. can be and is. Uh, I mean, it's it's Parsons, and he's probably going to come wreck Aaron Rodgers this Sunday uh, and get, uh, you know, <laughs> and get that W. So. Nothing's worse than last week. Hey, hey, no, it, it doesn't get much worse than last week. But I, I gave up on my Packers two weeks ago, so I don't want to, you know. Uh, yeah. get Your Packers cost me 400 bucks. So. Yeah, stop, stop bringing up old stuff. <laughs> uh, it, Ryan's, even the Eagles fan, Ryan says it's Parsons. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. Alex, of course, Alan's, of course, uh, the Cowboys <laughs> fan. If, if it's not Micah, it's wrong. Uh, it's I, true. Like I said, you got you got to give Quentin Williams some love, though. Like he he is not only is he playing well against the run, but he's putting pressure on the quarterback, which is making it a little easier for Sauce and Reed in the back end. I mean, Quentin Williams, man, you got to. I mean, if you're paying attention, he's he's balling out right now. But yeah, Micah Parsons. I mean, that's. I mean, it's sad to say that it's 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 an easy one to pick him, and he's only his second his second year. But it's like you expect him to be in in the conversation. You know what I mean? That's that's crazy, man, for a second year player. It is. It, I mean, it's like Aaron Donald when he was come. You know what I mean? When Aaron Donald was coming up, like exactly. it's just like, man, this guy. There's men, and then there's grown ass men. Uh, <laughs> and Aaron Donald and Mike Parsons is one of them. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, there's just they're like grown men playing this game that, that people have no answers for. Uh, Johnny, go ahead and give me your offensive player of the year award. Uh, I think it should be unanimous with Tyreek Hill. I mean, I'm just saying he's breaking records. He he was supposed to have a drop off in production because he went from Mahomes to Tua and he's doing nothing but breaking records and he completely changed the offense for the Dolphins. So yeah, I, I will go Mr. Hill right now, in my opinion, offensive player of the year. Matt, who you got? Oh, it's probably not one that many would do, but I'll give it to Travis Kelsey. Um, 
you know, in terms of the position, I don't think anybody even comes close to his level of skill. Uh, maybe Mark Andrews, but you know, he is saving Kansas City's uh, passing attack. You know, we have Juju starting to come around, but you know, he has been solid all year long. You know, if you look at his numbers compared to all the other tight ends, it's not even close. I know most of the time we want to give this award to a running back or a wide receiver, but you just can't discredit what Kelsey has done, you know, so far and what he's probably going to continue to do, um, you know, throughout the rest of the year. So I'm going to go Kelsey. Yeah. Ryan, again, he's uh chiming in. Chubb deserves a mention carries that carries that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree Chubb uh, could get honorable mention for as good as that. I mean, the Browns aren't, you know, but he is there. Yeah, right. And I, I mean, winning has to be part of the equation, in my opinion. If, it, if it's a close, you know, if it's, you know, if you're picking, you know, if it's right there, I think wins has to, has to be a factor. And I love Nick Chubb. I think he's balling and he is having a great year, but, you know, I, I would, I would go Kelsey or Hill over over Chubb, but yeah, Kelsey's Kelsey's a good one. You, you can't go wrong with with that one there. I mean, it's a Hall of Famer already, bro. Yeah, he'll never get the award. I mean, offensive rookie or player of the year always goes to you know some stud wide receiver running back, right. which is fine. But it's like the MVP award; it's the quarterback award, really. True that. Um, yep. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm with you guys, and I'm with Allen here. Uh, I like. I like Hill. I mean, what he's done for that Miami offense. I know he's only had what two or three touchdowns, but dude is balling out every game over a thousand yards receiving already. And we're just halfway home. Uh, mm-hmm. The guys could probably go. He's going to go for possibly could go over 2000 the way they're scheming him. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you have Jalen Waddle on the other side. So you, it's hard to double either one of them. Right. Uh, and plus the speed of Tyreek. It's just, uh, I, I'll give it to Tyreek right now. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna give uh, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give it to um, Tyreek. Go ahead and uh, Johnny, we'll start with you. Give me your uh, MVP. Oof. Ah, wow, this is MVP right now. Yeah, yeah, you can go ahead and go first, Matt. <laughs> Matt got Josh Allen. Hands down, Josh Allen. Homer pick there. But I mean, that's uh, not a wrong. That's not a wrong pick, even if uh, even it being a homer pick. Mahomes number two for sure. I mean, he you know that we we, we did beat them, but uh, that team has been absolutely phenomenal. You know, losing Tyreek Hill, who we're just talking about being in the offensive player of the year, uh, and still doing what they're doing over there in Kansas City. Uh, so he's definitely number two. If Allen gets hurt, can't play. I s- predict Mahomes will probably win the MVP this year. Okay, well, are we doing ha- uh, at the halfway point? Or yeah, do we halfway think so- at the point. Okay, at halfway, the halfway right point, now. then I, I stand then by I, my I, I stand I, by my choice. <laughs> <laughs> you good? It's all good. I'm 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 struggling not to say Tua, even though I know that that'll irritate Nick real good. But I'm I'm gonna agree. I'm gonna agree with your brother and go with Jalen Hurts. I mean, if you're gonna go at this point in time MVP, and then you're not gonna give it to AJ Brown, then I would say Jalen Hurts. I mean, he's got the only undefeated team. He's playing extremely well. The, the offense is clear. I mean, they, they're, they're throwing up numbers on everybody. So, um, at, yeah, at this point in time, the halfway mark, I, I'll go I'll go with Jalen Hurts. So, uh, Craig saying Parsons, defense player, offense player, Tyreek, and he's got Hurts as MVP. Uh, Ryan's trying to say he's not a homer. It must run in the Larson family, these homer picks. Uh, MVP got to be Hurts. And then, yeah, Saquon, uh, uh, Saquon, Saquon is playing Saquon. well. 
Saquon, that's probably, you know, Allen's got a point. They're six and two, and they ain't got no name one other offensive player on the Giants outside of Saquon. All the hurt wide receivers. Exactly. You can't right. name one. Uh, I mean, I, I can, I, but they're not worth naming. So yes, exactly. I, so I didn't say nothing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I, my MVP, I, I do like the Saquon pick. Uh, mm-hmm. Allen makes an incredible point, but to me, it's, it is going to go. It's it's Patty Mahomes to me. And here's, you know, Matt kind of laid it out. I mean, everybody else gained receivers, right? You know, Derek Carr gained uh, Devontae. You know, uh, I, I guess the Bills really didn't add a whole fair. lot of people, that's but fair. added still got some more talent added to their team. Uh, you know, uh, Patty loses his number one target in Tyreek Hill, gets yeah. new faces, you know, MVS, gets, you know, Pacheco. Uh, Sky Moore, uh, you know, I mean, Miko Hartman was like the number four guy and is now like the number two or one guy, and they're still winning. And he's still that, putting up crazy uh, numbers. I mean, he won. He done, won that game on Monday on Sunday night by himself, bro. He because they he, they should have lost that game, and he won that game by himself. I mean, you can't go wrong with, with Patrick Mahomes. So that, that's a that's a good call that he lost his receiver while other guys gained. A top-notch receiver, and he's still playing at his Lights level. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's playing tops out. I mean, still has Travis Kelsey, which I mean, you know, Matt Matt gave him his offensive player of the year, which I mean, True. hands down, that's a good point. But give me, you know what I mean? It, it's almost like Aaron Rodgers with Devontae, and then nobody else with you know when it comes to Pat Mahomes and Kelsey, and it's just a bunch of guys that probably wouldn't really be your number two receiver on most teams, you know, mm-hmm. and. They're still putting up a heck of a points. I mean, remember, everybody was writing off the Chiefs, too, in this AFC. AFC West was the best division. Now the, <laughs> everybody else yeah. has pooped the bed besides the Chiefs in that damn division. And right. they're still, you know, could very easily be the number one team in the AFC and have home field advantage. Dude, I, I think, honestly, if, if Andy Reid coaches for another five, ten years, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is going to be good regardless. But the combination of him and Andy Reid with the, the stuff that he comes up with, man, I mean, that's that's a killer combination, man. That's that's about as close to, to Washington, Montana, that you're going to get. And with a better, more, you know, a physically better quarterback than Montana in Patrick Mahomes. So, yeah, that kid is, yeah, he's he's elite, man. I, I do I do feel a little bad. We should give an honorable mention to Derrick Henry, uh, offensive yes. player oh, of true. the year. True, um, true. <laughs> How he was robbed of the MVP as well. Uh, Same thing with Cooper Cup. Not so much this year, but last year. year, So uh, we have to give our honorable mentions to these guys. They always get, you know, sent to the side. True. Derrick Henry, especially when he's carrying the ball 30 times and running it for 400, 200 yards. Beating the Chiefs by yourself with a quarterback that you could probably throw better than. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to his defense, he has no receivers. So, I mean, no quarterback, no receivers. And everybody knows what the Titans are doing. They still can't stop it. So, uh, I mean, kudos to to Derrick Henry. King Henry still reigns. Uh, One more before we get into the picks. Uh, Matt, go ahead and give me your coach of the year award right now. So you guys hate on Minnesota, but I'm going to give it to Kevin O'Connell. You know, I think uh, Nick Sirianni's done a good job in Philly, 8-0. Schedule's been a little soft. You know, Vikings have had a lot of opportunities to um, really show that they're trying to improve, take over the division away from the Packers. Uh, You know, they were stuck in a rut with Mike Zimmer for, I don't know, even know how many years. 
Uh, so I'm going to give it to Kevin O'Connell. I think if he wins against Buffalo this week, you know, you're really going to start to see those uh, calls for him to be coach of the year, especially if they finish 12, 13 wins. Uh, so I'll go away from Sirianni and I'll go with Kevin O'Connell just to get Ryan going there in the comments. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going Sirianni either. Not for nothing, but uh, I'm, I'm going to go Dabo mm, because nobody excellent. expected the Giants to be any good. Minnesota was already good. Philly was already good. Nobody expected this from the from the from the New York football giants at all. And Brian Dabo completely flipped that team and they they ha- they are playing well. I uh, know they just came off their bye, so nobody, you know, it's like you know, out of sight, out of mind. But the Giants are six and two, and nobody was picking them to be any kind of good this year. Um, so I- I'm gonna have to go with, with Brian Dabo on this one. Yeah, Johnny, you kind of stole mine. Um, Alex says Arthur Arthur Smith, Atlanta, supposed to be that. in the Pete, Pete Carroll. That's, that's yeah. good. The NFL this year has really given us a, a plethora of teams that have not done well, uh, you know, in the last few years that have really turned around. And a lot of teams that have done well, uh, you know, blunder. So uh, it's, you know, there's a lot of opportunity here for coach of the year, I think. I don't yeah. think there's any wrong answers with any of those guys. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I got to give it to right now. If the season in today, though, it's got to be Nick Siri. You know, I was going to go uh, Dayball, who I've always said and liked every, constantly every week. I uh-huh. praise him on this show. But uh, I, I'm going to give it to Nick Sirianni. Uh, I mean, when you, you know, have zero losses uh, and you're the best, you know, best record in the all of football, uh, the coaching gets it done. I mean, you know, and they've done it a different ways, whether it's passing, whether it's uh-huh. running. Uh, he's coached that team up and this is a guy who was at the Colts and since he left the Colts the Colts have went real downhill so uh in the last two years so I mean maybe Sirianni knows something uh so I'll give it to I'm gonna give it to uh Nick Sirianni I mean like like Matt said man there's, there's a lot of good candidates I mean Pete Carroll absolutely I mean not to be a homer but Mike McDaniel's coaching well I mean there's a lot of there's a lot of good good candidates I mean this I don't know, man. This has been a fun season so far. Nick, I know that you're not in a good place right now mentally because <laughs> of your team. But, I mean, as far as, like, just pure entertainment and all the storylines, I mean, this this NFL season has been so much fun so far. It it has. And, you know, it's uh, – Matt kind of alluded to it. What used to be was up is now seems to be down, mm-hmm. and what was done seems to be now up. Right. So, uh, you know, that's – I mean, that's that. <laughs> I mean, that's just the best way to say it. Um, let's get into these picks. And this week here, right. we got t- tomorrow night's game. Uh, Falcons head to the Panthers. The Falcons are the favorite at two and a half. These two teams just played a uh, little over two weeks, less than two weeks ago. Uh, the Falcons won a thriller. Remember, it was uh, DJ Moore took his helmet off. Panthers. Missed the extra point, missed a kick in overtime. Atlanta pulls it out. Matt, how you like this one? It's a two and a half uh, Atlanta favorite headed into Carolina. I like the Falcons in this one. I feel pretty comfortable with that. You know, unfortunately, with these bad teams, you know, they can certainly have their yeah, follies. Um, Falcons are in the dead heat of the race for the NFC uh, division, the West division. Um, I definitely think that the Panth- or the Panthers are done. Uh, 
especially with the shellacking they took from Cincinnati last week. Uh, their experiments at quarterback are going to continue to hurt them. Falcons run the ball, you know, 60, 70% of the time. I wouldn't hate the under in this game either, but two and a half is just fine with me for Atlanta. Yeah, Johnny, uh, they're going, uh, Baker came in that second half and had a pretty, you know, I mean, they were down game script, let him sling it all over the field, which that's something Baker can do, but they're going back to PJ Walker here. Uh, you buying back in on PJ or, you know, PJ's, I don't understand. I, I, Why not play Baker? I mean, you're, you're paying him. He's the better. I, I, I don't know. I, I would, I, I would, I would, I would, I would stay with PJ Walker to be quite honest. I mean, you, you know what Baker is already. He ain't going to be there next year. You know what I'm saying? So give this kid a, a fair shot. Just let him play, see what happens. But I am still going to go <laughs> with the ATL on this one here. I'm riding with Matt on this. Um, I, I, I've, I've liked Atlanta most of the year. They seem to, if they don't win, they, you know, they, they're covering, I'm sure a majority of their games. Um, they're very all good. But games, two. All but two, all but all two. But two. Yeah. So I'm, I think, you know, I, I'm not a big fan of the road teams on these Thursday night games, but I mean, what is that? Like, a, an you know, that's about as short a trip as it is from, from Atlanta to Carolina. So I, I'm going to say that. I'm going to say Atlanta yeah, wins the game, and they definitely covered a 2.5. So I'll go with the ATL. I think both these teams are going to want to run the ball a lot. Um, it's going to be a lot of Patterson and a lot of Deontay Foreman. Uh, man, I, I'm going to give it to a two and a half. It's kind of a pick them. Uh, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lock it in. We're all in on Atlanta, baby. The, the the running game travels, bro. So that, that, now that's all that's all Arthur Smith wants to do is run the ball and ask Mariota to not do too much. So Ryan's added no Terrell again at cornerback for Atlanta. He missed the last shootout between these two a few weeks ago. So hit the under on this game. I feel very confident. Thursday night games have had a hard time scoring already. These two teams run the ball to death. They can't throw. Uh, I think Mariota throws the ball six times a game. Uh, <laughs> Drake London hasn't caught a ball. I can't even remember. Thank God I traded that him on the fantasy that team. Poor kid, man. Uh, so he, he had to get drafted. Up. They had to get there. He had to get drafted. Yeah, by the the uh, over under is 42 and a half. That's kind of low. Still, even for two crap teams, I feel like they could almost. I get like to it. Uh, nah, I mean, I, I would stay. I mean, I, I hear Matt on the under, honestly, because. Like I said, all Atlanta wants to do is just run the ball. They're going to yeah. want to run the ball and get the hell up out of there. So it could very well be a, a you know a, a twenty to thirteen, twenty to ten game, something like that. Seventeen, thirteen. It might be something ugly like that for real. The only way they don't go or they go past the under is uh, Patterson has six, you know, breakout runs right, and they score right. fast. Yeah. I guess none so of these teams are going to be shooting out. You know, to turnover win. type shit. Yeah, I need Deontay Foreman to score at least two touchdowns in this game. So if they could do that, <laughs> just because I got him on my fantasy team. Oh, make okay. Up the, make him up. Make up for the dud that he gave me last week. That one's not uh, good advice. Yeah, I'm, I can be the only person in the world that had Joe Mixon on their fantasy team and still lose. So there's that. My heart goes uh, out. That's right. I think I, I think no. I played. Did I play Tanner this week? I played Tanner this week. Just to sprinkle some luck on you, Nick, <laughs> since I'm here. I had Fields and Mixon last week, so 
yeah. Hopefully, I rain down on this uh, podcast here for you. The uh, uh, the guy I went against had Fields, so there's that. <laughs> so that that's you know just canceled out Joe Mixon's day. Uh, let's get into the game in Germany here, boys. Uh, two ki- two teams traveling all the way across the pond. Uh, it's Seattle is the dog here at two and a half against, uh, you know, somehow the Bucks pull that game out against the Rams. I'm surprised the Bucks are the favorite here, Johnny, because I mean, really all year Seattle's looked like the better team, but here they are the dog at uh, two and a half. This is, this is such a Tom Brady, you know what I'm saying? The Tom Brady factor is why they're, why they're favorites here because there is no other reason for them to be favorites here. Um, like I, I so want to ride with Geno Smith in Seattle, but yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with Seattle, man. They're getting points here too, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go with Seattle, man. I think Seattle might. I think Seattle wins this outright too. I mean, they're just a better team right now. I mean the the Bucks pulled that last game. They just they pulled that out there out their rear ends right at the last second. You can't leave Tom Brady forty something seconds. Come on now, but um, now nah, I like what Seattle's doing. We talked about Gino. We talked about their running game. They are playing very good defense. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to Pete Carroll and his boys, and I'm gonna say Seattle not only covers but they they win this game. Matt, what's your thoughts here? Uh, Seattle two and a half uh, dog going against the Bucks here in Germany. I will take the Buccaneers minus two and a half. I personally am not going to bet this game. It's uh, definitely tight. Uh, maybe the money line for the Bucks, <clears throat> but at two and a half, um, I feel comfortable with. Um, you know, if it was any higher, I'd probably take the Seattle um, the line for Seattle, but. I like the Buccaneers. I know it was a comeback win last week. Uh, I said on a couple of Thursday shows ago that, you know, Brady hasn't had the best time. You know, these had a lot of rocky things go on in his life. But as the season goes on, things get longer. These veterans, they start to hone in on their receiving the receivers. They start getting more comfortable. Uh, I think this is the coastline for Brady now. He's going to be starting to ramp up, get ready for the playoffs because he sees the easy road that he could have to the Super Bowl if he makes the playoffs this year from the NFC. So I'll take Brady. Uh, I would go money line, but I'll give the two and a half points since we're going with the spreads here. Was that was that a shot fired at, at your brother's Eagles right there? <laughs> well, let's put it this way. He won't even see the Eagles because they'll uh, lose in the first round. Oh, man. Ryan, I don't know if you're still listening, but hey, Thanksgiving's got to be a good time at the Larson family house. I bet. Hey, um, I, man, it's tough for me. I was about to say I, after last week, I went against Seattle and they showed me I should never do it again. But at the same time, uh, man, it's tough to pick against Tom Brady mm-hmm. and, and his goatness. Um, I don't blame you, bro. I mean, they, they, they might have saved their season last week. I, I'm not so, buying it. I, hey, they got the Bucks got to prove it to me two weeks in a row. That's what I'm riding with Seattle, baby. Give me the plus two and a half. I so want Geno Smith and Pete Carroll to be successful, bro. And I like Russell Wilson, but there was, you know, saying I, I want Seattle to do well. I want Pete Carroll to do well. So, and if, if Tom Brady has tortured me and 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 the AFC East for twenty years, you know, saying let him go out with a losing record his last season. 
Ryan, we're going into your bills here. Uh, this line has dropped and it keeps dropping, but the bills are still favored at minus three and a half as the Vikings come to town. Uh, who knows who's starting at quarterback here, but right now it's uh, bills are the favorite at minus three and a half. Who are you like in this one? I'd certainly wait to make your bet on this one uh, <laughs> until you hear who's going to play. If it's not Josh Allen, I will take plus three and a half Minnesota. If it is Josh Allen, I will take minus three and a half Buffalo. Since we have to make one choice here, uh, I will go with my dogs, uh, the Bills, uh, at minus three and a half. Um, but again, you know, definitely something we're going to be watching. I'm not making any money decisions yet. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. And uh, welcome to the program, uh, my brother from another mother, uh, Mr. <laughs> Craig with a K. Uh, thanks for joining us, Craig. Craig, we're talking Bills and Vikings. We don't know who really the quarterback is. I know you've been listening as you were uh, driving home before you got here. Uh, but uh, who are you liking this one as uh, Vikings come to uh, Buffalo and it's a three and a half uh, favorite for the Bills? Well, I think, um, I mean, we just said it. Um, if you got to make the bet right now, I'm taking the Vikings just because you don't know what's going on with Josh Allen. You don't know um, what you're getting um, come Sunday with the Bills. So if you got to bet on it right now, I'm taking the Vikings. Now, if Josh Allen plays, <clears throat> when I sent you my picks earlier because I wasn't sure what time I was going to make the show, uh, the line was five and a half and it's three and a half now. So you see which way it's going pretty quick. Um, and that's just all about the news with Josh Allen. So. Um, for our picks right now, I got to take the Vikings. If Josh Allen were to play, I mean, the Bills at home, <clears throat> I mean, three and a half points against anybody in the league, I'm going to take the Bills um, if they're healthy. But uh, with the news with Josh Allen right now, it's got to, I got to go Minnesota. There's your answer, Ryan. I mean, it's already dropped two and a half, and that's just because they're not too sure who's starting. So I could um, see it, I could see it dropping down more, maybe to two. Maybe it yeah, two and a half. Say, yeah, probably. I was gonna say maybe I, it just straight pick them. You know, I was just about to say, could it even fall to a pick them, or maybe even Minnesota? I would, I would favor Minnesota if Josh mm. Allen's not playing. I think almost. Uh, Normally, spread is three points to the home team, right? So, I mean, if it's Bills by three, it's basically a pick them. Right. Yeah. That's facts. First of all, what's up, Craig? Um, second, um, I, I got to completely ride with, with, with both of these guys. I mean, if, if I have to pick it right now, I'm going to pick Minnesota, even though I, I, I think Buffalo can win with, with, with Case Keenum. But I mean, if you're going to give Minnesota three and a half points as well, um, obviously if Josh Allen plays that, that completely changes everything. But if we're picking right now, I will take Minnesota and the three and a half. Yeah, I'm with you guys, man. It all depends. It, it's this is what sucks about doing a Wednesday show, picking Sunday games, uh, because this injury is hap is happening. I think the way the Bills played last week, if Josh Allen plays this week, they're gonna come out with their heads on fire, pissed off, and just light Minnesota up. Uh, possibly, I mean Minnesota for I mean they they struggled. They played every game close. That's the thing know. with Minnesota. Every one of their games, we talked about it on the Sunday night show. Uh, every one of their games besides pretty much the Packers game has been a single digit game, uh, a one score game. And I, I'm going to go ahead. If you're giving me some points, I'm going to go ahead and I'll take Minnesota at plus three and a half. Uh, but if it was ver vice versa, I'd, if Josh Allen was playing, I'd almost still take the bills, but 
Minnesota continues to play up with its competition and down with its competition. Uh, so I'm going to take Minnesota here. Let's get into the next one here. Uh, it's the Lions uh, headed to your to the Bears, Craig. The Bears have found an offense, and they find themselves a uh, two-and-a-half-point uh, favorite here, Craig. Are you riding? I know you're already going to go ahead. I'll just write it down now. You're riding with your boy Justin Fields and that uh, Bears off the newfound Bears offense. Hey, you know, almost every week I'm I'm sitting on Bears Island. So um, <laughs> the, the fact that our offense is starting to look better uh, might change that. But the thing is, the defense doesn't look better. So I feel like Detroit's going to be able to score in this game. I mean. But we saw, I mean, the last three weeks, Chicago scored points against Bill Belichick, mm-hmm. scored points against Dallas, scored points against Miami. Those are all three good defenses. And Justin Fields looks like he's – ever since the Bears came out of that mini-bye after they lost that uh, Thursday night game with the muffed punt to the Commanders, um, they had the long layoff. And it seems like they kind of found something in the offense because they've been scoring points. So Bears at home, two and a half, you know I'm taking Chicago, man. Matt, what's your sentiments here on uh, Bears Detroit? I mean, Craig laid it out. Bears found an offense. Justin Fields made there. If there's a vote for most improved player right now, it might be uh, it might be Justin Fields. He has found something. Uh, they're letting him use his legs. Who you like here? Uh, Detroit are the Bears. Uh, Bears the favorite at two and a half. Uh, I love the Bears. Uh, this is the lock of the week for me. Um, mm. I will be putting some straight cash on this game uh very confident i love the over as well um fields has found it i think he doesn't stop finding it uh i think that the the lines just won their super bowl uh they're coming off of that it's going to be in chicago uh the lines might score some points chicago needs to figure that defense out but um you know fields is turning into the new nfc north quarterback to have uh and i i think he gets the job done against detroit also i would be probably shocked from beyond belief if the lions could win two games in a row <laughs> ja- hey johnny matt said he's putting straight cash homie on this i was just about to say now. i was about hey. to say he he feeling the the the, the <laughs> nfc north right there dropping the boss line um I, i'm right i'm right with them i mean bro i mean you you need to watch the day justin is just that was ridiculous, bro. He was embarrassing people, bro. Like that was that was fun to watch, um, especially once the game was over and we actually won the game. It was a lot more fun to watch the second time. But um, like I, I've liked Justin Fields since the draft. I thought he should have been picked right behind Trevor Lawrence. Um, your Bears lucked out, and you know, what I'm saying for whatever reason, people were hating on Justin Fields, and he's just starting to figure it out. Um, this coach is actually building an offense for him as opposed to Nagy trying to fit him into his offense. So, I mean, like you said, if, if he's putting 30, 39 up on or 33 up on, on Bill Belichick and company, he's, they, yeah, they're going to put a bunch of points on Detroit and they, they run the ball and Detroit's defense. Yeah. No, I, I like the bears big time in this and I ain't putting no money on it, but you know, saying if I was, yeah, I, I gotta agree with the with the gentleman here and go with the Bears big time here. Yeah, um, Matt, you said the, you would take the over. The over is forty eight. So I mean, I, I I expect I don't know. Detroit seems to have lost their offense. Like the first like three weeks of the season, they were putting a hell of a lot of points up. 
And now it seems like ever since they played New England, they haven't been able to score anything. Uh, I, I'm not too sure why that is. Uh, I, I think they need to get my boy Amon St. Brown back going. Uh, I mean, they traded TJ Hawkinson. The Bears added some offense, added Chase Claypool. I thought while Chase didn't add a whole lot, you know, I still thought he added some. They're getting Cole Komet is uh, coming alive. He scored two touchdowns the last two weeks. Uh, Darnell Mooney's coming alive. You know what, Craig? He used to be on Bears Island, but your Bears are turning it around. We're all in on the Bears, baby. Dude, they, they got some pieces, bro. They got so some I'm pieces, be, Craig. I know you've been, you know, having your Packers funeral for like two weeks in a row now, but can we have, can we, I mean, can we pray to the football gods that we're having a funeral of the era of Green Bay having a more talented quarterback than Chicago? Because I'm not over that. Aaron, hey, not until Aaron Rodgers retires. Once hey, he retires, but I don't know. I, I, I might take this version of Justin Fields over this version of Aaron Rodgers right now that I'm seeing. You bet I would. I was about to say, yeah, man. Right, oh, right now, on the Hall of right Fame, now, yes. I'm reigning MVP quarterback. <laughs> hey, I, I said I'm on record saying I thought Justin Fields was the second best quarterback in this division at the very beginning of the year. I'm on record for saying that, so I, I won't put him past Aaron Rodgers because my, I mean, as much as I buried the Packers, my, uh, I just can't quite say that. That I can't put that sentence together, Craig. I can't form it. I can't even <laughs> I think about uh, formulating that. Just if right, yeah. See, I tried. I, it just won't come out. <laughs> Dude, Let's he's fun ahead. to he's fun to watch, man. He is he's fun I, to watch. I, enjoy, I, enjoy I, him, Craig. Fan, I mean, it's we haven't enjoy, enjoy had him, a Craig. in my life, and I'm and I, I mean, I'm fairly old, so I, I feel this you, is, bro. I feel this you. is how much I like Fields. I've literally started playing Madden, and, and I I started with the Texans. Traded, <laughs> I traded for Justin Fields because I like the kid. So uh, I've been using him on Madden, not with the Bears because I can't play with the Bears, but with the Texans. So there's that. <laughs> let's get into uh, the next game here. Uh, the Broncos, uh, let's ride, are the two point dog headed to Tennessee. See, not too sure who their starting quarterback is either. Uh, man, the under over over under here is 37, which I'd still almost want to take the under with these two crappy offenses. Uh, Johnny, we'll start with you. Uh, you like Russ here in the Broncos, the two point. Uh, I think they were the dog in this one. Yeah, two point dog here against the Titans. Uh, I'm going to take no for a thousand. <laughs> um nah man I, I mean that they they should have lost that game to in, in London against the Jags I just I'm not I'm not a believer in Denver at all I don't see how they stop I don't see how they stop Henry at all uh this is one of those uh type games like yeah I'll go with Tennessee man Tennessee yeah I'm not a I don't like I said I don't believe in in Russ and those Broncos at all for real like they just they gotta they gotta they got to prove it to me. So I'll go Tennessee. Regardless of the quarterback, I'm going with Tennessee on this one. Matt, I mean, you dissed uh, the Titans offense earlier, but uh, the Broncos offense has more talent, but probably has looked way worse uh, throughout the season. But they had the bye coming off the bye week. Maybe they figured it out. Uh, you like the Broncos or are the Titans here 
at uh, two. It's uh, two and a half. Uh, the favorite of the Titans here. I do like the Broncos. Uh, I will take the two points. Uh, the line was at three, so it's come down a little bit. I think that's a spelling of the bye week they had. I think it's, you know, the questions with Ryan Tannehill and Malik Willis. Um, but I think that Denver actually has a good formula to stop Derrick Henry. I think that's the biggest reason why I'll take Denver in this. Uh, you know, the talent is there for Denver. They just need to use the talent. Um, like you said, hopefully the bye week has given them that opportunity to figure things out, maybe have some type of script for this game. Uh, I definitely feel the under in this one, um, but I will go with two points to the Broncos. Craig, I expect this to be one of the ugliest games on Sunday. Uh, if there was a channel on Red Zone, I don't expect either one of these two teams to enter it very much. <laughs> but uh, who you like here? Uh, Denver's first game without Bradley Chubb. Yeah, first game without Bradley Chubb and going against Derrick Henry. Um, you nailed it, man. I mean, it's going to be an ugly game. But to me, I mean, Mike Vrabel loves ugly games. That's what ten that Tennessee loves ugly games. That's what they want. And uh, Tennessee at home, I mean, Denver coming off the bye, I feel like this is, I mean, this is a big week to kind of see if they do have anything figured out. And if they do come out and they look good, I won't be that surprised. But I'm taking the Titans in this one. I'll take Mike Vrabel with one week over Nathaniel Hackett with two weeks. Um, Titans right. at home. Right. Regardless of who the quarterback is, I just, the way this game's going to play out, I feel like that's, that's right in Tennessee's wheelhouse. That's right where they want it. So I'm going to take Tennessee. Yeah, um, you guys nailed it. Sorry, man. You're going to be on Bronco Island. I can't get with the Broncos. I probably won't pick. They, they've they got to prove something here uh, to me. I, I can't do it. Maybe I haven't heard if Russ is doing, you know, uh, this game's in Tennessee. I might change my mind if I hear Russ is doing workouts on the airplane again. Uh, that seemed to work last game. So if he's doing, if we get a report on Saturday that uh, he's doing high knees on the airport, are in the airplane. I'm changing my pick, but until then, give me King Henry. King Henry almost won the damn game for the Titans against the Chiefs. So I expect him. He can do the same thing against the the crappy Broncos. Give me the Titans, baby. Hey, is Mike Vrabel the most underrated head coach, or not talked about enough head coach in the league? Yes, I think so. he's definitely one of the most underrated head coaches. Yeah, talk about probably. talk about consistency, bro. Right. I well, mean, he's he, just, he won coach of the year last year. So, I, I mean, how underrated oh, did he get it? Yeah, did he get that last year. Yeah, he was the coach of the uh, uh, coach. Of the I, year. I just feel like he don't he don't get talked about enough, man, considering that he's media, got Ryan Tannehill and yeah. and now Malik and they traded their best wide receiver and and they're still they're still winning ball games, man. So. Just curious. Did you guys have? Did you, Craig? You had something about uh, Vrabel. You wanted to chime in? About no, Vrabel? I was just, I was agreeing with Johnny. I just said I think so, man. I mean, people don't when when you start talking about the you know top coaches in the league, even when you're sitting here talking about you know coaches of the year, and you look, right. Tennessee's probably going to win their division. You know, probably going to make a little noise in the playoffs because at the end of the day, if you make the playoffs and you got Derrick Henry, nobody really wants to see you that time of year. And Mike Vrabel's just not somebody that that people talk about right now. Yeah, let's get into the next one here. The biggest spread of the – I think one of the bigger spreads of the week, the Jags going to the Chiefs. Uh, Matt, it's a nine-and-a-half uh, favorite here for the Chiefs as the Jags come to Arrowhead. Uh, 
how you like this one. Jags, I mean, they're up and down. I mean, they were down 17 last week to the, the Raiders. They come back and win that game, but blow a game against the Broncos the week before. I can't quite make this Jaguar team out, but I know how good the Chiefs are, but nine and a half seems awfully steep. Yeah, I don't like this one. Uh, this is probably my least favorite game of the week. Um, the points are just <clears throat> too much, too many points um, to take. We saw that with Tennessee and Kansas City this past Sunday night. Uh, you know, I had a little bit of coin on Kansas City, thought they were going to win by 10 or more, and turns out they almost lose the game. So it's really hard to take these high spreads. I expect the line to actually come down a little bit before Sunday, maybe to seven and a half. Uh, but I will at this time, I'll take the Chiefs. Uh, I think that, you know, this could be a game for Jacksonville where they do try to prove something. Um, but the fact that it's an arrowhead coming off a close game with Tennessee, I think the Chiefs want to get back into their comfort zone where they just start, you know, really dominating. Um, so I'll take the Chiefs. Craig, how you like this one? Chiefs uh, are Jags here. Um, yeah, I like the Chiefs in this one too, man. Um, last week against the Titans, I, the, the Titans are just one of those teams that always plays Kansas City tough. It seems like they're always playing them close. I, I kind of expected that game to be that way. Um, and I feel like this is just one of those weeks where Kansas City kind of reminds everybody who they really are. Um, Jacksonville at Arrowhead is just one of those matchups where Kansas City could win by 20. And I just, I'm not betting against Pat Mahomes at home especially not against the Jaguars, if it's under 10 points. I mean, nine and a half is getting close to 10, but I'm going to still take Kansas City. Johnny, Doug, Doug Peterson comes off the Andy Andy Reid coaching uh -huh. tree. Uh, you know, who you like in this one? Does the the mentor uh, with the, you know, get beat the mentee or how you like this one out? I, I, I would love to pick Jacksonville. I mean – I hate these not these big spreads like this, especially after what just happened on on um, on Sunday night. I mean, this it feels like this is one of those Kansas City wants to prove, yeah, that you know, what I'm saying we can dominate people. But I like the the Doug Peterson Trevor Lawrence combo. Uh, I mean, I don't think they have any chance of winning this game, but I'm just looking at that nine and a half. Like, you know, can they, you know, get a late touchdown to to cut the fourteen point lead to seven? I'm a, I'm gonna take, I'm a, I'm gonna say the Jags cover the points, bro. I'm gonna take the Jags with the points. Et Etn's had uh, his last five games over a hundred yards, yep. uh, all purpose yards. So, and their defense is their defense who play. So, like I said, I don't think they'll win. It seems like the Chiefs are always winning games, but it seems like they just can't quite cover. Uh, <laughs> but at nine and a half, oh man, it's all good. I, I'll I'll ride alone. I'll hey, I'll ride alone. Don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. It's all I good. I can't back it. I don't trust the Jags <laughs> at, at nine and a half. If it was somebody else, I'd probably take uh, somebody else. But uh, you know. Hey, I meant to mention the Titans. You know, I don't know if that uh, their difference maker Ryan Tannehill is going to be back. Shout out to Tanner who uh, said Ryan Tannehill is a huge look. He was a huge, such a huge difference, Johnny, that the game was close. I guess if Tann Tannehill would have won that game, if he was in there, the Titans would have won that game. Oh, uh, but uh, anyway, give me the uh, give me give me the Chiefs at not, at minus nine and a half. I, I, I'm going to be regretting that when I feel like I, I, I don't know. Something tells me. 
Johnny, you got your uh, your Dolphins. The Browns come to town. The Finns are minus three and a half favorite here. Uh, still waiting on Deshaun Watson, you know, but uh, Nick Chubb is still floating around. Man, the Dolphins, deep, do they even have a defense? Y'all play defense in Miami at all between the college or the pro team? Because it seems like <laughs> both teams uh, giving up lots of points uh, last week. I don't know why you're bringing up old stuff, bro. Hey, because I um, got to lead into it because old stuff brings into the new week. So uh, it's a three and a half um, uh, favorite here for your fins. Yeah, I'm not even going to acknowledge the hurricane. So, yeah, about – like Nick Chubb scares me on this one, to be quite honest. Like I'm not worried about Jacoby Brissett, but I mean the Browns got a, I mean they got a good team. They're not, you know, they got a bad record right now, but they got a good team. Uh, They're coming off a bye too, right? Right, off right, right. And yeah, Miami has given up a lot of points lately. Uh, oh my god, I can't go up against. I can't go against my team, man. Like that'll. <laughs> I, I'm a, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Dolphins, but I wouldn't be surprised if they don't cover. But I'll I'll take I'll take the Dolphins because as, as good as Cleveland is, I mean, nobody you know I don't know I don't know this 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 offense is starting to really click right now for Miami. So and they at home right before their bye. So yeah, I, I'll, I'll take Miami and the points. I, I think Miami wins this game. Matt, we'll stay with we'll come we'll come to you since it's your uh, one of your divisions here. Uh, you like the Dolphins here at minus three and a half. I mean, Browns have always been been in a lot of games. Outside I like of the Patriots. I like the Browns. Uh, the three and a half is uh, a good spot. Um, I think the Dolphins probably win this game. Be very close, but Browns are always in a good run game. Dolphins don't know what happened to the defense. I think they just feel that Tua and Tyreek and Jalen can score so many points, so they probably just take the day off when they're out there. Um, but the problem with that is when you play a team like Cleveland that can take time of possession, run the ball, uh, it's going to be a close game, I think. I think Miami can squeak it out, but I'll take the points for Cleveland. Craig, I feel like the – I mean, Hill and Waddle and the Browns secondary hasn't been very good. It's been eight up at times. Remember, Joe Flacco uh, ate this team up, so – uh, it'll be interesting to see what Tua can do against that Brown secondary. But as we've noted, your your boy Justin Fields ran over him. So if Fields can run over him, what's Nick Chubb's going to do? Yeah, I mean, that's a little different just because. Uh, I was about to say, if you, if you look at what Khalil Herbert and Montgomery did combined, they had 69 yards. Just saying. Just saying. I think the, with the Browns, I mean, last week was probably the best their defense has looked, but I don't know how much of that was just Cincinnati just not being right because I don't know. If Cleveland and Cincinnati played last Sunday, I feel like it's, a, I mean, totally different, you know? So um, the thing that worries me with the Browns is just Miami is explosive. And if Miami can can get some explosive um, offensive plays going like they did last week, I just don't know that Nick Chubb is enough on the offensive side to keep up like uh, what Justin Fields did last week and how he was able to, you know, keep the Bears in the game. So if Miami can 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 get something going and kind of take Cleveland's run game out of it, I just don't like I don't like the Browns. Um, like Johnny said, Miami's offense is clicking. I mean, we were saying the Bears had something figured out. Miami's offense has got something figured out when Tua's there. I mean, it's looked good every game that Tua has started. And uh, being at home, man, I'm going to take Miami to win and cover. Man, it's three and a half. That hook is what gets me. 
I'm not. I'm a man. I, I like Miami. I just like too many weapons. Uh, you know, I mean, Chase it or not Chase it, but uh, Jeff Wilson got into the act and had a huge game. Yep. Looks like the real number one running back there. Uh, Dolphins make them nice moves here. I'm gonna go with Miami in Miami. Give me the three and a half or minus three and a half here. Uh, I'll take the I'll take the favorite. Miami's backfield looking like the ni- uh, 2019 San Francisco 49ers backfield. <laughs> exactly. A- absolutely. There was talk of them trying to get um, uh, Tevin Coleman and just make it make get the whole trio going. But <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe you probably know most of the playbook, right? The band's yeah. back together. I mean, yeah. Mike McDaniel actually scouted him, and he's the one that went and found Jeff. You know, what I'm saying Jeff Wilson before. You know, what I'm saying before that draft that year. So yeah, he knew him. So I'm I'm good. And not for nothing, just a side note, but the the, the Dolphins' run defense is is playing a lot better than the secondary. Just just a little side note there. So it should be a fun game, but I, I'm I'm worried about Nick Chubb. I ain't gonna lie. Everybody's worried about Nick Chubb. Uh-huh. Uh, <clears throat> and speaking of everybody's worried about, everybody's worried about Saquon. Craig, the Texans head to New York here. The Giants at my, are the favorite at minus five. Who you like here? The Texans or Saquon and the Giants? Man, this one, I, I don't know if you saw the picture that I sent you of my picks earlier. Um, I originally had the Giants and I had it scribbled out and I switched it back to the Texans. <laughs> Sitting here right now, I mean, I almost halfway want to switch it back to the Giants, but I'm not going to. I'm going to stick with the Texans. Um, I'm going to take the Giants on the money line, but I just feel like this is another one of those games that, I mean, I don't think the Giants offense is all that pretty. I think um, Houston can run the ball if they can do anything, and I feel like they can, you know, stay in the game. And so I'm going to, I'm going to take Houston. Matt, you, you gave uh, Damian Pierce your rookie of the year so far. Uh, who you like, uh, who you like here? You like the Texans at plus five going up against the giants. Can Pierce get it done here? Yeah. Unfortunately, Damian Pierce is the offense of the rookie of the year uh, on a one win team. So I will take (laughs) the five points for the giants. Uh, it's less than a touchdown. Um, I would, I like the money line for the giants a little bit better. Um, but I will take the five points. I think that, um, the Giants, you know, have strong defense. Um, Houston's super one-dimensional. Brandon Cooks is, I don't know if he's in the building. I, they say he's in the building. You know, um, he's not in very happy with the Houston Texans. Uh, so there's really not a whole lot going on for them right now. And uh, this is the tank for Bryce Young time. So I think uh, Giants win and cover that that five points. But if you're not super comfortable, I'd take the money line. Yeah. Uh, Johnny, who you like here? Giants at plus or minus five, or you like the Texans here? Texans looked, I mean, they covered against the Eagles. It was a little bit bigger spread. Yeah, I, I mean, I wish this was you know three and a hook, but um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going with the guys here on this one. Um, I just mentioned it about Brian Dable. They're coming off a bye, and yeah, Matt hit it right on the head with the the one six and one Houston Texans. I mean, I like, I like David Pierce. I actually like Davis Mills too. But, yeah, there's a lot of drama going on with that Brandon Cooks thing. I don't think he plays because um, he's all kinds of pissed off. So, um, yeah, I think the Giants win and they – I think yeah, I think the Giants win and they cover. But, yeah, I, I wouldn't 
I wouldn't put money on this unless, like, you know, like Craig said, unless you're going to just take, you know, the money line and take the Giants. But, yeah, they, they got they got to make a statement. If the Giants are going to, you know, the Giants are going to be for real, you don't you don't lose this game, you know what I'm saying, and you should win it by at least a touchdown. Yeah, this game, man, it's so uh... – it's it's five. It's so, is a lot. It's so tempting to pick the, the Texans. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Uh, both these teams want to run the football. Neither mm-hmm. one of these teams have a like. I mean, they have a, a mediocre quarterbacks, like like not good but not great quarterbacks. Uh, and neither one of them have a damn wide receiver. So, but at five, I, I'm gonna I'm riding with the Texans here mm. at five. I love the Giants money line. But I like the Texans at, at plus five. Wow. I'm divided. We are div- divided. The two, two, two here. Uh, we get into two teams that are searching for searching for something. Uh, I, I mean, Jesus. The Saints, this game's not lucky for Andy Dalton. It's not on prime time, but they are still the, uh, they're the favorite, actually, headed into Heinz Field. Uh, Steelers are coming off a, a buy here, Matt. Who you like here? Uh, the Saints at uh, minus three headed to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, a home dog here. Yeah, I, I think I'll take the Steelers on this one. Home field by week. Uh, I do hear Najee Harris uh, may not be the starter. Um, so we'll see how Jalen Warren does. He's been pretty explosive. Saints are kind of just all over the place right now. I think that they're really missing Drew Brees and wondering what they should be doing at quarterback. Uh, and Mike Tomlin is a defensive genius. And, you know, these mediocre quarterbacks, Andy Dalton, uh, Jameis Winston, if he plays, you know, Taysom Hill when he gets the three snaps at quarterback, you know, Pittsburgh, uh, Tomlin's really good at defense. Um, I think that he's able to handle them. Uh, you know, Kamara, he was had a slow night, but uh, I think he'll still have a good game, obviously. Uh, but I'll take the three points for the Steelers at home. Johnny, it looks like TJ Watt is rearing back. Not 100% sure if he's a go yet for this game, but he's slowly coming back. Uh, but, I mean, very rarely in the Mike Tomlin era have the Steelers been a dog at home, but here we are against a Saints team that looked real bad on Monday night. Who you like here? Uh, th- this is – talk about a hard game to pick right here. I mean uh... – Pittsburgh has been so up and down. I know they're two and six, but they've actually been close in a few games. Um, they're one of the few teams that actually held us under 20 um, in Pittsburgh. A short week, I guess you can say, yes, you know, for, for New Orleans. I'm a, you know, what? I'm, I'm a Mike Tomlin fan and I actually like Kenny Pickett over Trubisky. I like what Kenny Pickett has going with George Pickens because I think Pickens is for real. Um, they always seem to find wide receivers in freaking Pittsburgh, man. Uh, I'm gonna go Pittsburgh. I'm gonna go Pittsburgh on this one. Yeah, definitely. I'll take Pitt. Craig, what about you, uh, my brother? Is it? I mean, the Saints. Uh, Andy Dalton's bad in prime time, but he's been pretty decent in regular time. Yeah, I'm riding with the guys on this one, man. It's it's Mike Tomlin coming off the bye week, going mm-hmm. against. Andy Dalton at home. I mean, I just feel right. like <laughs> Pittsburgh. Um, I just feel like, I mean, I don't know. Pittsburgh's offense scares me because uh, New Orleans defense is pretty good. 
Um, so Pittsburgh might have trouble scoring the football. But uh, like I said, it's coming off the bye week with Mike Tomlin going against a team like New Orleans with Andy Dalton. I, I, I have to take Pittsburgh. Yeah, I'm with you guys, man. Mike Tomlin off the bye week. Uh, I mean, as bad as the Saints looked on Monday night. Come on, Pittsburgh. Come on. You can do it, baby. Give me the points. Give me Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh, I like we're all in on the Steelers, baby. Let's get into the most absurd team of the week. Uh, I mean, the Colts headed to the Raiders. Jeff Saturday tweets the Raiders stink and then gets the head coaching job with no experience whatsoever uh, off the, you know, of anything other than being Peyton Manning center and a hall of play with a lot of great hall of famers. (laughs) But uh, they're the rightfully so they are the dog against even the dog Raiders, and I don't mean dog as in good dog. I mean dog as in bad. Uh, the Raiders absolutely stink, but the Colts even stink worse, Craig. Uh, you taking that Jeff Saturday, get his first win or and to cover here at plus six for the Colts? Uh, these are, I mean, this is terrible, man. These are two teams. <laughs> I wouldn't probably pick against anybody else in the league, but unfortunately they're playing each other. I got to pick one. Um Man, the Raiders are just—they're so wishy-washy and have just looked so bad. And you—you you never know when there's just a new voice in the locker room. Sometimes just a spark can happen, even if it's just for one game. Um, I mean, I don't think the Colts are going to be very good. I don't think they're going to finish the year strong. But with six points, um, I mean, I'll take them against the Raiders. You don't know what what Raiders you're going to get. If the Raiders come out and win this game by 15, I'm not going to be surprised. But if the Colts somehow find a way to win this game, I'm not going to be surprised because I mean the Raiders, the Raiders stink. So I'm going to take I'm going to take Colts with six. Johnny, the Raiders find new ways to lose every week. I mean they were up 17 nothing against the Jaguars. Uh, they were up big on Arizona, and now they got the new fresh face, Jeff Saturday and Sam Ellinger coming to town. Uh, you like the Colts or the Raiders here? Raiders the home favorite at plus six. That was a key thing that you said right there with the quarterback. Um, I, I hear you, Craig, on the new voice and stuff like that. But and I hate picking the Raiders because they are hot garbage. <laughs> and then you're giving them six points. You know what? The Raiders. I mean, come on, man. The, come on, Raiders. They they, they got to win this game. I mean, is Jonathan Taylor even playing this game? Like we he's, don't even he, know he yet. He looks like he is going to be playing. He is going to play. Him, yes. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say that you know what I'm saying Carr and Devontae and company and I uh, hate McDaniel's as well. I'm gonna. Mm, this one sucks. Um. You know what? I'm gonna give it to. I'm gonna give it to Jeff Saturday and say that's they cover. I mean, I have no confidence in this pick at all whatsoever. Man, the Indy fired every offensive coach and now have some somebody I've never even heard of calling plays. Jeff Saturday just met that met him was like, yep. Hey, guy, you're going to be the guy calling plays. That's like, Matt. that's like Jeff calling you out, Matt. I'm like, hey, I know we've never met, but you want to call plays on Indy for me on Saturday uh, against, uh, you know, the Raiders. Uh, you can cover that six points, right? Fun fact, Jeff Saturday was a head coach. High school, three and seven was his record. 
So he had <laughs> some experience, guys. Not like my picking record right now. <laughs> uh, I'm putting my plague mask on and avoiding this like a bad day. I am not touching this game. Um, I guess I will take the Raiders. I don't want to. Uh, anybody who bets on this game has to know something on the inside because there's not a soul out there that's confident in either of these teams right now. Um, I, I wouldn't even be confident in the over or the under because it could be somehow a shootout, but then the Raiders just plummet and lose uh, like last week. So I'll give Raiders six points, but I'm never going to bet real money on this is Monopoly money right here. <laughs> yeah, I feel like when you talk about these teams, I feel like it's the money ball situation where he says there's shit. And then there's a level of crap, and then there's us, and that's the Colts right now. And that level of crap right above them is the Oakland Raiders. Uh, that's just, I mean, geez. Yeah, I, I, if, if before you pick, I'm going to go ahead and switch to the Raiders. <laughs> For real. I mean, because you're absolutely right about the levels of crap. So the Raiders are just about six points higher than the Colts as far as crap is concerned. So, I mean, if the Raiders can't win this game, man, they might as well just fire – they blow it all up, man. They just got Devontae, trade him away for some picks and just start all over again, man, if the Raiders they can't win this game. Trade him back to Green man. Bay. We'll, we'll give you right. everything back and then some. Fun fact about that, the <laughs> Raiders just waived their recent first-round draft pick. Yeah, around. Josh Abrams. Yeah. The same and he, he and then you guys the picked him up. guys they've dropped that were their first round picks. So I don't think they have a single first round pick on their team right now. No. Every person John Gruden drafted, they pretty much cut at least in the first round. Right. I think outside of your Packers, still, your Packers claimed them off waivers, bro. Yeah. Well, hey, I was hoping he would clear waivers, not for nothing, because we, we need a safety. But oh, my God, the Raiders. Are, oh, my God. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, man, <laughs> I, I'm going to I mean, both these teams think uh, I mean, my I picked. I mean, how this is how hey, this I say fade me, man. I had the Colts going to the goddamn Super Bowl. Hey, I gave them the Bodkins KOD. Uh, so I'm probably giving the Raiders the Bodkins KOD here because I'm picking the Raiders at minus six. Uh, give me the Raiders. They they absolutely both these teams. God, garbage. I, I, I mean, is man, there any right. is there any chance Jeff Saturday goes back to Matt Ryan to try All to right win? Now. I mean, I'm just saying I to try to Colts win. I think were trying to tank. I literally feel you like do think they, they did it for Hurst Andrew Day. Luck. They did it for I Andrew feel Luck. Like they're trying to, hey, let's shit the bed. Let's go get uh, Stroud or Bryce or somebody like that. We need a yeah. top five pick because, by God, we've been playing this quarterback carousel for too long. Nick, is there a way to get rid of that video of you saying the Colts are making the Super Bowl? I think that would <laughs> probably be necessary. Well, he just he just messed it up by nah. repeating it now. I, I, I own I own my uh, I own it. You know, um, uh, that's just the best way. I can wait, say wait it. a man up. Wait a man up there. Uh, here we go. My the the oh, Mike God. McCarthy makes his return to Lambeau Field. Uh, Aaron said he was going to give my big Mike, a, a, a hug, Craig, for all that shit. You've been talking about how Aaron hated Mike all <laughs> them years. Well, guess what? Seems like they like each other, asshole. Uh, so <laughs> do the, do the Cowboys, do they cover here? I don't have done forgot minus five, uh, Aaron Rodgers a dog at home, which I don't think's ever really happened. Uh, I mean, go ahead, Craig. 
I know you you're just basking in the glory of how miserable the Packers are. Right <laughs> hey, I mean, I'm, I'd be lying if I said I didn't enjoy seeing it. But um, Aaron Rodgers doesn't care about Mike McCarthy. Aaron Rodgers doesn't really care about anybody not named Aaron Rodgers. Um, oh, here you go. Back back. Part of these rumors. But, uh, <laughs> listen, man. I mean, Dallas's defense is good, but at the end of the day, as a Bears fan, I've seen enough episodes of Aaron Rodgers in my day that if you're going to give me Aaron Rodgers at Lambeau Field and give me five points, I I mean, I have to take it. I just can't. I, as bad as Green Bay has looked and as good as Dallas's defense has looked and then as good as Dallas's offense has looked really uh, since Dak has been back, um, I mean, I, I see why, why they're favored on the road in this matchup. But like I said, man, still – Aaron Rodgers at Lambeau Field, and you're giving me five points, I feel like I have to take it. Matt, the Bears fan is taking uh, the Packers here at plus five. What's your thoughts uh, here, Packers, Cowboys, and, you know, what's really kind of a historic uh, rivalry, you know, the, the, from way, dating way back in the Ice Bowl days to, you know, uh, Favre and Elway dinging it out to even a couple years ago where, you know, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm a Packers fan, and but Des caught the goddamn ball. And so, uh, but hey, here, either way, here we are. Yeah, uh, I like the Cowboys at five points. Uh, I don't really know how you can bet Packers right now. Uh, it could be a close game, and I wouldn't be surprised. It's just, it's the Tom Brady theory. It's the Aaron Rodgers theory. You know, both these guys are legends uh, of the game, so they can definitely make it close, but they haven't really made it close. Uh, and I think that, you know, five points is perfect for Dallas. Uh, it's just under a touchdown. The defense is strong. No Romeo Dubes. He's hurt. I guess Alan Lazard may not play. So I guess Aaron Rodgers is going to toss the ball up five yards and catch it himself. Uh, and, you know, meet Micah Parsons in the in the middle of the field. Um, so I'll take Dallas with five points. Um, I guess there is that shock factor that Green Bay may pull off the upset, but there's just nothing showing that right now. And they're hurt. Uh, Dallas is coming off a bye, I believe. Um, so they're going to run it right down the throats of Green Bay with top Pollard. Uh, so I feel like Dallas has got this game. Yeah. Uh, Johnny, don't pick the Cowboy or don't pick the Packers. I'm like, I'm doing it for you because I didn't even pick them last week. So, uh, you know, no, I, to, I mean, you know, say so I got, I, I got love for you and the whole shit, Nick. But um, <laughs> after watching what the way Green Bay performed against Detroit, like I, like I maybe I'm I, like I'm worried for Aaron Rodgers' well-being in this game for real with this defense that Dallas has and Micah Parsons. The offensive line ain't playing well for for Green Bay. Um, <laughs> I, I mean this this might get ugly for you, Nick, for real. Like I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm going. <laughs> like Dallas may just put it on. Yeah, I'm, I'm going. I'm going Dallas here, man. Like I, like I, it's just, I, it feels weird to pick against Aaron Rodgers at home, but I mean they're just they're just not very good right now, man. Sorry, bro. So yeah, Dallas. You don't have to apologize. <laughs> I mean, the Packers absolutely stink. Uh, we only scored nine points against the worst defense in the league. What's Micah Parson and that Cowboys defense going to do? Uh, here it is. Micah Parsons probably going to get three sacks, uh, a strip fumble, and probably a touchdown. 
Uh, that's, I mean, that's how bad, like, it's just, Craig, I don't know why the hell you're picking the Packers. The damn Bears fan is on Packers Island because I keep, hey, I'm keep, hey, if I'm fading myself, I'm keep fading my Packers. Uh, give me the Cowboys at uh, plus five. Hey, last time I was on last time I was on Packers Island was when they played the Bills and they covered they covered in that game. Um, honestly, I hope the Packers lose by fifty. I hope Aaron Rodgers gets sacked. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking Green Bay, and I will be. I mean, I will be totally fine if I lose this pick out here on this island. All right, boys, we got three games left here. Two teams that, I mean, I. I, I don't even know what what is going on with these two teams. Uh, it's time one team's not going to fire their head coach because he won them a Super Bowl. Uh, Matt Stafford is now in concussion protocol. Johnny that came out today, so who knows who the hell's starting for them? Uh, the Cardinals look awful. Cliff Kingsbury probably needs to go. Looks like D Hop and Kyler Murray are fighting on the sidelines. Nonetheless, Arizona goes to L.A. and just straight pick them at one. Uh, it's a one and a half. Uh, you know, I mean, there's a lot of disappointing teams, and these you can add these two teams as that part, you know, to the top of that list. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. Uh, I'm not I don't I'm not a fan of Arizona at all. The coach, the quarterback. I like D hop, but. Yeah, that was that was some unnecessary drama on the sidelines there. But the Rams, like I've been saying for the last few weeks, man, the Rams, they got their chip. So I don't think they give two craps about this season. At least that's the way they're playing. Now with this kid have, being in concussion protocol, like I hate picking Arizona, but like is Stafford definitely out? He's not. He's in concussion protocol, so he's got to get through that by Sunday. Yeah, it, it, it depends on what the league Wednesday. wants to do, because you know yeah. the, the, the league the league picks and chooses who needs to be out on concussion protocol. <laughs> or not, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, you know what? Give me. I'm sorry, man. I just, I just, I just can't pick Arizona. I'm picking the Rams at home. Somehow they 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 pull it out and, and win by more. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's a pick them basically. So. I'll go Rams, man. I can't pick Arizona. I have no confidence in, in that team at all. The coach, the quarterback, nothing, man. And you're gonna Matt, be yelling at a Hall of Famer. Come on, man. Man, uh the I mean the Rams got their own issues. I mean, I mentioned Stafford, but Jalen Ramsey's yelling at the offense saying, Hey man, y'all need to help us out. Like we're holding Tom Brady and that Bucks uh team to no points. Y'all need to help us out, and you didn't do it. So they got their own locker room issues. Uh, I mean, that includes the Cam Akers issue that's going on. I mean, this Rams team, it's just, hey, Aaron Donald's probably wishing he would have stayed retired or would have retired. Yeah, a big thing that came out today, too, is that um, Kyler Murray has a hamstring injury. didn't practice today. Um, I know you're going to probably want to change your pick now, Johnny. Uh, No, no, I already picked the Rams. Oh, you did? I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, no, I just – I. Yeah, no. That, it's that been, John Walford me. versus whoever's the backup for Arizona. I couldn't tell you, unfortunately. <laughs> but um, because of the quarterback uh, questions, I, I don't know if you can even bet this game till Sunday, you know, deciding on who's going to be playing. If it's Kyler versus Stafford, um, I'll take the one and a half for the Cardinals. Just at least they can still lose by a point and you cover. Um, but you're basically picking which team's going to win. I, I'll take the Cardinals. I'm not happy about it. I'm not picking, not 
betting any money on this game. Um, but if it's Wolford versus Kyler, I'll throw some money on Arizona. Craig, what's your thoughts here on, uh, you know, these two crappy teams? Disappoint, <laughs> just straight disappoint. I think I had the Rams in the Super Bowl, too. I think my wasn't my Super Bowl pick the Colts and the Rams. It's not as bad as the Colts. It might have been. Hey, hey, to my defense, I was literally went to the emergency room the night we did uh, our picks. So I wasn't in the straight, like straight frame. I, I do want to put that in quotations. I was having a goldstone bladders. Had to leave the show midway because I was thought I was dying. So I will put that in there. I do think I picked the Colts Rams in the Super Bowl. Uh, so there's that. Both gave him the KOD. You uh, you kind of alluded to Kyler and, and Hopkins, you know, going at it on the sidelines. And I think it was the week before that that it was Kyler and Kingsbury going at it. So I feel like Arizona's definitely got some issues. And a lot of it revolves around Kyler Murray. And I, I feel like paying Kyler Murray is going to be something that you're going to look back in retrospect here uh, before too long and see as a mistake. Um. Here in the West, though, you know, with with Shanahan and McVeigh and Kingsbury, it just always seems like, you know, somebody's got the other guy's number. And McVeigh seems like he's got Cliff Kingsbury's number. And uh, if we're betting this game on Wednesday, I'm going to just go ahead and assume it's going to be Stafford versus Kyler. And I'm going to I'm going to take the Rams. I mean, it's basically a pick em game. Rams at home. I'm going to take McVeigh over Kingsbury at the end of the day. So I'm going to take the Rams. Did, didn't the new Call of Duty game just come out too? Uh yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, so, uh, yeah Kyler, Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray's got more important things to do than, than to play Colt football. McCoy, Colt McCoy is the backup to Arizona. So that's not a bad backup. I mean, Colt McCoy's been around the league and has done some won some games a couple years. Was it last year, year before? It won like two games, two or three games. Yeah. Uh Battle of the Backups, I'd take Arizona. Yeah. But Craig's right. It seems like I'm not. I can't pick Arizona, man. I picked them last week and they just let me down. Uh, I'm kind of with you guys. I'm going. We're all in on LA here. We're all in on the Rams. I'll take Arizona. You got so Matt, you're taking Zona here. Matt's right, flying a, solo there. Does the D does D Hop ask for a trade after the season? Hey, coming to Green Bay, baby. <laughs> No, nah, he wants to play yeah. on the other side of Stefan. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, I hope not. Hey, cancel the season if that happens. <laughs> Actually, I'll take Derrick Henry instead. We need a running oh, name. Oh, God. Hey, Bro. Yeah, even more dangerous. Uh, let's get into the late Sunday night game here. It's Chargers headed to the 49ers. Uh, 49ers, pretty good size uh, favorite here at home at minus seven. Uh, Matt, we have a saying here on the Bodkin show. It's Chargers going to charge you, which means they're going to win some games that they probably shouldn't win, and they're going to lose some games in uh, crazy ways that they probably shouldn't lose. Uh, but either way, the Chargers here, I, I mean, they're banged up. Uh, Keenan Allen's been hurt. Mike Williams has been hurt. Uh, 49ers are getting healthy coming off the bye week. Uh, we saw how good CMC looked uh, against the Rams. Now with another full week. Uh, off in a buy. You like the Rams here at minus seven, or you like the Chargers at plus seven? I like the Chargers at plus seven. Um, there's speculation that Allen may play. Um, it's not definite yet, but uh, the Chargers are also getting healthier on the defensive side of the ball, uh, which is something that they've really had a hard time with this season. 
Uh, seven points is just a little too much for me. I don't think the Niners lose this game, but Sunday night football, it's prime time. Herbert, you know, he's going to ball out, do everything he possibly can to win this game. I don't think it's going to be, you know, for San Francisco walking away with anything. So I'll take the seven points with the Chargers. Johnny, the Chargers were lucky to win that game last week. Arizona, they literally stripped the football from them uh, as they were getting ready to score and got the Chargers. Actually, I think, what was it? The Chargers. Eckler fumbled. Atlanta. Atlanta got it. Atlanta got it. Ran it back. Their defender. Then he fumbles it. Chargers get it first down. And then one play later, San Diego's like kicks a game winning field goal or whatever. Uh, But uh, I mean, that's just the Chargers for you. Yeah, I, I, I was I was literally just thinking, damn, they, they barely beat Atlanta and it took something crazy like that for it to happen. I mean, seven points is a lot of points, but like you said, San Fran's coming off the bye. Um, I'm sure Kyle is coming up with all kinds of crazy stuff to, to use McCaffrey to do, you know, to uh, – I mean – if we knew, I mean, Mike Williams should be back, and and we don't know about Keenan Allen yet. M- Mike Seven. Williams probably won't be back. Probably won't be Keenan, back. Keenan oh, Mayer, Keenan's pro- more possible than. Uh, so I mean, Mike who Williams. else does he have to throw to? Everett, Joshua Palmer. He had a good game last week, but yeah, yeah, but it was against Atlanta. In Atlanta, San Francisco was like rejuvenated after that trade. The deep, I'm going to say, I think San Fran covers, man. I'm sorry, Rob. Rob Logan, sorry, bro. <laughs> Craig, who you like here, San Fran or the Chargers? So what worries me for the Chargers is that they are terrible against the run, and San Francisco can run the dang ball, and they got Christian McCaffrey now. So it could be – I mean, that could be really ugly for the Chargers. Right. But – I mean, you know, I, I I ride with the Chargers a lot, man. Chargers going to Charger, and they're going to lose some games, but they're going to be in most of them. And I think, I mean, Matt hit the nail on the head with kind of what I'm thinking, man. It's Sunday night football. I think Justin Herbert is going to score some points. I don't think the Chargers win the game, but if you're going to give me a touchdown with the Chargers, man, I'm going to take I'm going to take the Chargers. You got the Chargers. Ah, uh, man. Man, if it wasn't seven, I would probably take the 49ers. But the 49ers, I, I, I mean, they put it on the Rams two weeks ago, fully healthy. Uh, Not only I, that, but you know they're looking up at Seattle, man. Yeah. Like they have yeah, to win I, this game to stay with Seattle. Well, I, I definitely like the 49ers money line. You know what? I like the 49ers to cover the seven. Uh, I trust them way more than I trust the chart. Chargers will do something stupid, like go for it on their own, you know, on their own 20 uh, when it's fourth and 15 or something like that. And Staley like, hey, let's go for it, guys. Uh, and everybody will look around and be like, what the fuck are we doing? So uh, that'll lead to a 49ers points. Uh, give me the 49ers. Kyle Shanahan's smarter uh, than than uh, than than Staley is. Hey, Rob wants to get rid of Staley, so, I mean, he was ready to fire him last week. Yep. All right, let's get into the last game here. Uh, I think most Chargers fans were ready to fire him after the Raiders game that ended their season last year. Yeah, true that, true that, true that. Uh, The the Monday night game, uh, another big spread here. The Commanders Mm, head to Philly at 10-and-a-half dog, Matt. 
go ahead. Are you picking your brother's team here to cover the 10 and a half? Or you like the commanders? Commanders have played really well uh, since uh, Taylor Heineke has come in. I'm surprised the spreads at 10 and a half. I'm very surprised the spreads at 10 and a half. I, if it if the spread stays this way in a few days, I love Washington. I do think it'll probably trickle down a little bit, but um, I'm gonna say it, and most people don't like it, especially my brother Philly. They've had a good eight games, but let's <laughs> not decorate them as the last undefeated regular season team in the Patriots. Uh, I don't think Washington wins this game, but uh, I don't think that Philly, you know, just runs away every time because they have an undefeated record. I think. Maybe not last year, but uh, there was a season where the Cardinals were six, seven, and zero. Oh, and how did that turn out? I don't think it turned out very well. So, um, easiest regular season uh, schedule is the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, give me the ten and a half for Washington. <laughs> Johnny, the I mean, the Eagles are coming off a mini bye week. They had a high spread against the Texans, and they couldn't cover. Uh, do you like them to cover this one though? Uh, this this was a tough one, a divisional game. I, I loved I loved the, the the backhanded comment there by Matt with the <laughs> no disrespect, but let me go ahead and disrespect you, Eagles. Um, I mean they they put up points, but they've had a lot of close games that shouldn't have been close. They've let a lot of teams kind of come back on them. I don't think Washington could win this game, even though I like Tyler Heineke, but I'm gonna. <sighs> And then, of course, Philly could just beat them 30 to 10. Hmm. I'm going to say Washington finds a way. I'm just, I like Tyler Heineke. And I might have a couple Heineke's that night, too. So I think <laughs> I think Washington's going to cover the points, man. They ain't winning the game, but I think they'll I think they'll cover at least. That's a lot, man. Ten and a half for a divisional game. It's a lot, bro. Craig, I mean, Washington should have should have really beat Minnesota outright on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, let Minnesota get back into this, into that one. Now they go into uh hostile territory in Philly, 10 and a half dogs. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm with the guys on this one, man. I'm going to go with the commanders. I mean, the NFC East as a whole has looked pretty good. I feel like you give me any matchup in that division and you give me 10 and a half points with any of them. That's what I'm going to take. Um, I don't I mean I don't think the commanders win the game. I think Philly stays undefeated, but ten and a half's a lot, man. I mean, it's just for a division game, Monday night football game here in the NFC East, like you said, I mean the commanders have looked better. It's not if this with Carson Wentz playing, I might I mean I might take facts. Facts <laughs> played all right. And I mean, well enough that if you're gonna give me ten and a half points, man, I, I I'm gonna take the commanders. Yeah, uh, Taylor Heineke will find uh, Terry McLaurin, and, I mean, they probably lose this game by 10, uh, so the half will be there, and uh, maybe it's a seven-point game at minimum. But I like the Eagles' money line, love the Eagles' money line, but give me the commanders at 10.5, just too big. Uh, I'll take the I'll take the commies. I mean, Washington's D is playing pretty good, too, so that's a lot of points, man. A lot of they held Delvin Cook under 100, uh, almost 100 rushing yards on Sunday. Right. So, uh, getting better. Chase Young should be coming back. Uh, before we get out of here, uh, Matt, let everybody know where we can catch you at and what you got going on. 
Yep. So tomorrow we'll be on the show with my brother for uh, another Let's Talk Sports Thursday show. Uh, you can follow me at at Larison Betts right there and right under my face here uh, on Twitter. Um, it's really the main focus for me is Twitter. Um, but uh, yeah, and potentially the Sunday night show uh, for um, Let's Talk Sports also. All right. We appreciate you, Matt, coming on. Uh, thank you for uh, joining us. Uh, Johnny, what else you got going on this rest of the week, brother? Well, I, I just recorded earlier the the, the Let's Talk uh, Miami Dolphins recap of the Bears game um, and a kind of like a, a midseason, you know, overall reaction to it. Um, Friday night, I'll be doing the, the preview for the for the Sunday game against against those Cleveland Browns and and Jacoby Brissett. Like I said, I'm worried about Nick Chubb, but. I got that show coming out Friday night, eight o'clock. Um, I'm gonna see if I can put together the round table on um on Saturday afternoon uh for Dan. But if not, then I'll be back for the, the Sunday morning game. You know, we riding on those Sunday mornings, and then um I got like three shows on Sunday. So I'll be on Sunday morning, then I'll be on Sunday night at seven, and then I got the, the post game show after the Sunday night game with Rob, where hopefully he's not too upset about San Francisco putting it on his charges. <laughs> <laughs> Craig, you got any uh, last and final thoughts here before we get out of here? Um, no, I don't think so. I know I missed a couple of the picks earlier. Um, I know that Tampa game, I was coming on right at the end of that, but the, uh, I don't know, man, the way that Tampa won that game and, and squeaked it out at the end, sometimes that's a spark, you know, and, um, you know, Tampa's that division's very winnable. Tom Brady's a guy that if he can get the troops going and they can get on a hot streak, it wouldn't surprise me, man. So, uh, you know, I didn't get to say that little piece, but I think, I mean, don't don't be surprised if Tampa, if if forty seconds at the end of a game against the Rams can turn their whole season around, man, it would it wouldn't shock me. Yeah, it seems like you and Matt are on the same page. Matt said Bucks to the Super Bowl after that, so uh, I'm holding them to it, you know. All right, folks. Hey, this has been another great episode of the Bodkin Show. Uh, you guys know what to do. Be a friend. Tell a friend. Hit that to subscribe button. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. Uh, I'll be back in the morning doing the uh, weekly wrap-up show. Uh, I didn't get it out, put out this morning. Went to the gym with the wife, so uh, we, uh, oh. we'll be putting that out uh, t- tomorrow go. morning. Uh, so there's that, um, you know, so make sure you guys like subscribe, share plenty of come on. Let's talk sports, Dan, get better, buddy. I know you're still recovering. Yes, I know sir. you're still watching and listening to us, but we miss you. Uh, we're holding all holding down the fort for you, brother. Um, again, be a friend, tell a friend folks, hit that subscribe button, hit that share button. Tell your friends about the Bodkin show. Uh, we appreciate it. For everybody else, I'm going to hit that outro. Thanks, everybody, for joining. We'll catch you on uh, Wednesday, tomorrow morning, and then I'll also be back, uh, Craig, Saturday. We're going Saturday morning, a Head Kicks and Haymakers show, our UFC show. Yes, yes. Big, big pay-per-view card coming up this weekend. Big nice. UFC 281. Uh, so we'll be talking that, and then we'll do, do Sunday uh, UFC 281 post-show and uh, Sunday, uh, let's talk sports and our week, our Sunday week show. So plenty to come here on the Bodkin uh-huh. show. We appreciate everybody. We'll see you. Soon.